Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom. On- oh, we've lost him. <laughs> Joining me, as ever, is Josh. Hello there. Hello there. Oh, Josh, I'm so tired. So tired. Well, that's oh. what you get for working shit. I know, right? And also con- committing to do this podcast every week. I know. <laughs> Whose idea was this? I shouldn't have signed this contract <laughs> when it was put in front of me. I should have had I should have had more about me to say, no, I'm not doing it every week. But nice. here we are. Here we are. I'm a slave to the man. Yeah. And the fans. The man being yourself. Uh, Josh, I haven't asked you how you are, first of all. How are you, Josh? Uh, very good. Oh, good. Yeah. Nice. Yourself? Well, apart from well, tired? Uh, I'm very tired. What time did you wake up this morning? Uh, eight. Eight? Yeah. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. I woke up at quarter to four. I went to bed at one. Oh, so did I. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Like, I couldn't sleep. God damn it, Tom. I couldn't sleep. It's hard to go from a weekend. Well, my weekend was in the middle of the week, and it's hard to go from that straight into stupid o'clock. God damn it, Tom. I know, it's difficult, but here we are. Goodness knows how I'm going to get through these two films that we're watching after this podcast <laughs> is done, and then get up again at quarter to four tomorrow. Yeah. This is going to be a big film week weekend for me. I'm planning on having watched uh, seven films this weekend. My word. Yeah. Why would you do this? Seven new films to me. Not necessarily oh. new, but new to me. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. It's an impressive feat. Well, I try. I have faith that you'll, you'll get it done. Thanks. Get films done. <laughs> anyway. Make films great again. Let's do emails or email. If you want to email us, it's podcast at parkcrush.com. Here's the music. Josh, as you suggested, we've got an email. Yeah. From longtime listener Ben. Ben. Always good to hear from Ben. Yeah. What has he got to say this time around? Uh, well, I shall begin. Hey, guys. Hello. I haven't emailed in for a while, but I need to hear that sweet, sweet jingle. Well, delighted to have been able to provide it. Yep. Uh, you mentioned a few books a couple of episodes ago and I was wondering if you could perhaps go into more depth and recommend some theme park books perhaps in a week without much news well Ben we've had an idea some weeks ago yeah Uh, long time listeners will know that as well as our sort of weekly news episodes and whatnot, we also have a few sort of ongoing series Um, is it series is would that that never sounds right in my head series is but I guess that's what it is well yeah I guess in America they call a show a series and then they call each season the season right but these are different series that we have multiple series they're not multiple seasons of the same series we haven't yet done seasons Mm, I I think that's just an extra layer that's unnecessary but we do right, Sirai let's go for it our first series we we did our theme park film reviews which is on hiatus because we ran out of films but we wait eagerly for Jungle Cruise this summer Um, we're currently we've also got our trip reports of course that's kind of a series I guess Uh, we'll have a few more of those coming in the not too distant future at least three got some big trips coming up uh, we've got our theme park video game review series which is ongoing as well we've still got plenty of games left to go in that one yeah. and the plan is I think once Jungle Cruise is done and also once we've got through all the games that are on our list our next series that we've talked about and I, I guess we can reveal it here now oh. exclusive exclusive wah, 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 wah. World, world premiere world premiere World premiere. World premiere. 
Exclusive. 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 Theme Park Book Club, Josh. Yeah, Theme Park Book Club, very much based uh, or inspired by the comments you did indeed make a few weeks ago about some theme park yeah. books you've been reading. It's like uh, our very own Club 33, but there's no room uh, and no one. Do you get ID'd tickets. for this club? I've not been to a club for some time. Yeah, if you, you got, you have to wear a magic band. All right. Uh, okay, that, that makes sense, I guess. It's yeah. understandable. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, that is a. That is a plan that we have, an idea that we have that will hopefully come to glorious fruition, probably before the end of the year. I feel like you're Lenin and... (laughs) Glorious fruition, comrades. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I've got, obviously, we've got, I've got a couple of books up there that I've read before. Um, John Maudley's book. And uh, got theme park books up there as well which I'm really excited to read um, and Ben actually mentioned some himself um, I've recently finished reading Coaster 101 by Nick Weisenberger which was good if a little all over the place uh, I'm not sure I need the equations for lift chains I think you do Ben I think we all do well, you never know when it might come in handy yeah you know in like a final destination scenario or something yeah or if you're like you've got an elderly relative and they have a stair lift in the house yeah if it breaks, you might well, not have to call a guy. You might you, just know how to do it because you, you, you know this just, formula. You might want to just improve it. <laughs> you make it go up at 60 miles an hour. <laughs> Straight drop down Whoa. the stairs. Vertical drop. <laughs> Back down the stairs. Straight out the window at the top of the... <laughs> and she's gone! <laughs> <laughs> she's out of there! Uh. She's cleared the garden fence. Can you believe it? And if she manages to get a, get herself back, she can have to, she can have the t-shirt. <laughs> I survived the Stanis <laughs> Daily. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, and he also read. Uh, read uh, I was about to say wrote, but he didn't do that. Uh, the Haunted Mansion by Jason Sorrell. 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 I'm gonna go with Sorrell. Which was an excellent guide to the variations of the ride around the world. Always eager to read more, though. Oh. Which I so am I. Is there a haunted mansion in Japan? Uh, yes. Right. And, uh, and do we know, or do you know, is that closer to, to Magic Kingdom or Phantom Manor? Uh, they call it Mystic Manor over there. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, so I believe it, they're um, kind of down on ghosts, like right. they are in China as well. Of course, when we went to Paris and did we, our trip reports from there, the, the Phantom Manor was shut we, we. for refurb, so we didn't get to do it. One day. Um, it's yeah. meant to be excellent that, and that's the it's one that be really the good. Uh, film was based on and it's also uh, it, it, from the outside even it looked really nice I liked yeah. the, the and there setting was like the... builders in there like finishing it when we yeah. were on there no I'm, I'm keen uh, to go back to DLP at, <laughs> at some point the loop yeah just made it sound like a trade union or yeah. something uh, it's, it's, it is in fact a wonderful theme park yeah two but, wonderful theme parks yeah. in fact but uh, well, yeah, we didn't get we didn't get to do the Phantom Manor, but we will hopefully get to do the Mystic Manor yeah. when we head to Tokyo Disneyland in just a few weeks. Yeah, because they've got because their uh, Tower of Terror is also not based on ghosts either. It's not based on the show at all, is it? It's no, totally yeah. its own thing. Yeah, um, mainly because it can't have ghosts. That's and... in Disney Sea. Sure if is. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, uh, that's kind of a cool kind of cool obviously uh, Asia they're kind of down on ghosts whereas we don't really care over here so then you get these cool variations of classic rides yes it's, uh, very true really uh, really cool um, he goes on to mention such uh, Haunted Mansion uh, 
Really looking forward to hearing about your trip to Japan, and I'd be particularly keen to hear your thoughts on Mystic Manor if you get to ride it. Um, I'm heading to Disney World in just under two weeks and managed to grab a fast pass for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Oh, nice one. Yeah, nice work, bud. Uh, My parents are stressing out because I've been designated responsible for fast pass booking. Uh Uh-oh. And the 30-day countdown for when we can start getting them begins while I'm in Japan. <gasps> so I've said I'm going to make them like a, make them like a list, like a priority list. <laughs> like all right, so Galic so Smuggler's Run, Slinky Dog, Runaway Railway and we still have never done the Seven Dwarves Mine Train. So those are your top 4 yeah, I would yeah. suggest. Uh, and then after that, to be honest, we probably don't need to worry about it too much. I mean Avatar probably um although we ha- we have done that at least. Yeah. But yeah, the, that that four I mentioned are the kind of the top the top bananas. Obviously, Rise of the Resistance is still unfast passable. Yeah. I've just come up with that. It's a, it's a word. Yeah. You've coined it, I think, yeah. is the, the phrase. coined it, exactly. <laughs> but uh, everything else I'm, I'm quite easy about. But yeah, those four I mentioned, I uh, think we should prioritise. When I went uh, last year, Seven Dwarfs was incredibly hard to get hold of. Yeah. Uh, we didn't manage it. Are there people like, uh, is it like when you go to the football as you approach the queue, there's people going, tickets for the ride, tickets for the ride, fast passes for the ride. Anyone, anyone got, got seven any... dwarfs? Anyone... Buy and sell seven dwarfs. Anyone got any fast passes? Want fast pass, mate? Uh, $30, $30. Because uh, annual pass holders can buy 60 days in advance, I think. That, or... that sounds right, And yeah. if you have a hotel booking it's 90 days hmm. I think it might be only be 90 days for restaurants I can't remember he's done exactly. well though Ben to get Runaway Railway yeah that's very impressive please um, do get back in touch with some hot tips on what you know was there anything in particular you did were you waiting with bated breath yeah, checking was, every day what, yeah what, what happened the, what was the plan of action yeah I want to know um, so uh, yeah he'll be sure to give us feedback on that uh, he will also be trying to get on Rise Ride of the Resistance. He, he puts, but I think that's a typo. Right, uh, Rise of the Resistance. But I guess it's the Ride of the Resistance as well. To be fair, my understanding is that well, I think you're you're likely to get on it. You just have to obviously have a great deal of patience, and you've got to get there like super you've got to early. get there early. Yeah, like you know, you turn up halfway through the morning, and it's unlikely you're gonna yeah you're gonna get on. Assume um, rope drop is actually an hour before actual rope drop. I think is yeah. the um, thing. Um, and he also wants to try out space uh, two twenty. Is it two twenty? Oh yeah, that's the new yeah. eatery. Yeah, in Epcot, which looks mission, really cool. Mission space. Yeah, it does look good. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm really torn on Epcot. I mean, um, it's a shame that you know last time I went. The weather conditions were terrible and it really put a dampener on the day, no pun intended. And this time we go, of course, it's very much a, a dig site, arguably yeah. even more so than MGM, because at least when MGM was a dig site, it was Star Wars land and it was kind of all sh- siphoned off at the back of the yeah. park. You could kind of not go near it and almost pretend it wasn't happening. You can't go through the main... The it's, main entrance is shut at the moment. Well, right? exactly. With Epcot, it's, it's immediately obvious as soon as you get there that half the park is a bit of a mess. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're putting you through these other two entrances that are temporary entrances because the main entrance is a dick site. Mm. Um, but you will have gone to another country that is on World Showcase by the time you go to Florida like, once again. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yes, I have a lovely photo of the uh, the gate from Tokyo from Japan, but in Epcot, and uh, be able to get the same shot, but oh. from actual Japan. How exciting! I am so stoked for that. How exciting! Uh, wow. Yeah, Ben signs off. Keep up the excellent podcast. Thank you, Ben. Thanks, Ben. We'll try. And then uh, he just puts Mr. Ben, which always makes me think of 
the TV show. Excellent stuff. Josh, that's not the email music. This is the email music. And a reminder again, if you want to email us, you can do so. It's podcast at parkcrush.com. You can also tweet us if you like. Yeah. At Park Crush Podcast or Instagram us. It's the same uh, same tag there. Speaking of tweeting us, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ben also tweeted us this yeah. week. Unofficial member of the team. Indeed, yes, because we hadn't done the homework. We were planning to do another theme park video game review, but thankfully we, we don't have to do those back-to-back, and we do instead have a wildly speculative report to talk about from the good old folks at Theme Park University... Yeah. Uh, who uh, regularly uh, put out these extensive reports based on stuff they've heard on the grapevine. They've got a pretty good track record when it comes to theme park news and rumours. We did an episode some weeks ago about Lord of the Rings potentially uh, coming to Universal Parks in uh, the US, specifically Islands of Adventure. Yeah. And they also had a scoop last year that I think we spoke about, about how... Uh, epic universe may be structured uh, with its kind of city walk 2.0 yeah. and various lands coming off of that which, which i still find is a crazy uh setup i mean head, but. in terms of the structure of the park it was correct yes. based on the concept art it just remains to be seen whether he's right on the ticketing front and whether you will indeed be able to buy tickets for individual lands well yeah i think that was a speculation because i speculated a similar thing uh oh you were ahead of the game i'm yeah uh, Are you Theme Park University? Oh, all this time. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that he's got a similar name to me, but his name is Josh. Oh, oh boy, oh boy. Anyway, what's he got for us this time? Warner Brothers, Josh. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Or Wubber. Yeah. Yeah. Known for such fine films as Suicide Squad. Yeah. And Justice League. Yes. And the crimes of Grindelwald. And Batman versus Superman. Uh, this is harsh. They've made some all right stuff also. <laughs> Turns out like, Birds of Praise were really Matrix good. Reloaded. <laughs> oh, no. Have you, you, are you planning to see Birds of Prey while it's still on? Uh, I probably won't get a chance to see it in the cinema. Fair enough. Um, it's good fun. I recommend listeners if you have not yet seen it. It seems to have, like, depending on where you read your film news, uh, you may get the sense that it's underperformed. And I guess compared to other superhero movies, it kind of has. But against its budget and against films of a similar budget, it's doing just fine. So it depends kind of what lens you view it through. But most importantly, it's just a fun time. I read my uh, film news on uh, WhatsApp. Oh, fair. Yeah. That's... uh, all accurate there, I'm sure. So I guess when it comes to theme parks, we kind of maybe, I don't know about you, but when I think of Warner Brothers, I think of Harry Potter, essentially, and the fact that they uh, have that licensing deal with Universal, uh, which allows their, I guess, biggest film property still yeah. uh, to be a feature of Universal Parks all I over the place. I think of Six Flags. Oh, fair enough. Because I believe they, for a long time, had a connection with them. Like, they've... A lot of the Six Flags parks have DC-related rides in them, mm. like Superman and Batman and Bizarro, because um, I went to Six Flags Great America, I think, and it had a Bizarro ride there, which was kind of cool. Um, but it also had uh, like the Looney Tunes kind of characters in the park as well that you could get 
photos with. Uh, there is a indoor Warner Brothers theme park in Abu Dhabi. Yes. Which, I don't know, I've seen footage of and uh, stills of as well. And I don't know, parts of it I think look really impressive. And parts of it I think look like the type of thing you'd find in a shopping mall. Like a little bit raggedy and ropey. Uh, some of it though I do think looks genuinely good. I think that some of the stuff with the classic tunes especially... Uh, I think is what I've been kind of most impressed by just because it's kind of novel to see Tom and Jerry and Scooby-Doo theme park attractions being built in, you know, the 2010s. Uh, when you think of those kinds of attractions in other parks, they've been long gone from Yeah, there. well, I always have fond men- memories of the Hanna-Barbera ride. Ah, a classic. Yeah, the, uh, the best iteration of that ride. I'm oh, there. definitely. Yeah. A hundred percent, yeah. Jimmy Neutron was pretty good, but Jimmy Neutron was good, and the kids obviously love Minions. Yeah, but it's not for me, Jeff. No, it's not for me. Anyway, uh, so yeah, you got Warner Brothers World Abu Dhabi. This report also mentions the fact that Warner Brothers are getting quite ad- aggressive. Sorry, in the merchandising space, there's a Harry Potter store opening in New York this year. Sorry, what? A store? Yeah, a shop just for Harry Potter film merchandise. I mean, there's a Harry Potter merch shop at King's Cross, is there not? Is there really? I think so. Oh, man. I don't really spend time in King's Cross. I've kind of just... I've not been there for a a while. I mean, obviously, you can... There's that photo up at King's Cross Yeah, the photo opportunity, I kind of understand, but I didn't realise there was a whole shop there, but I guess that makes sense if there's going to be the photo opportunity there as well. Yeah. Uh, And obviously, you've got the the studio tour up in sort of Watford Way, yeah, uh, which will have a a, a mighty fine store. I would Still imagine. Need to do that. I'd like. To do I that. would really like to do it. It's. I, I am in the same boat of having so far failed repeatedly to sort of nail down a date because it gets booked up so far in advance. It's the type of place that I would have happily done many times if it was at all doable on like an impulse on a whim. Yeah. Like, oh, we've all got the day off today. Should we go and do this? And it's like, no. Let's try and work out when we might all be free in two months' time. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, that seems to be the only way you can feasibly get to the Harry Potter studio tour. However, what Theme Park University is saying is that Warner Brothers are looking to get into the Theme Park game big style with two big style, big old dedicated parks, one just outside Paris and one in uh, Japan and the exact location... I have forgotten. Uh, Yokohama. Yokohama, of course. Interesting that they've gone outside Paris. Though on that one, well, Disneyland is outside Paris. Well, exactly. That's my that's my point. Of, oh, of places in Europe to put said park. Yeah, they've chosen Paris. Why not? Which, I mean, why not? Why it, not? Why not sign a deal <laughs> with the London Resort? <laughs> when I think of places to put a theme park, I think of half the year rainy England or half the year rainy Paris. Oh, wait, no. I think, you know, something more warm or temperate, like maybe a Spain, perhaps. A Spain. A Spain, yeah. A Spain. Yeah, Which not one? necessarily the Spain. <laughs> Which one are we talking about? Yeah. The one down the road, you know. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, the, the as we will get to, I mean, we'll get to it right now. The, the suggestion is that the one in Tokyo will be an outdoor, not Tokyo, sorry, Yokohama. Yokohama. Will be uh, outdoors. And the one in Paris may well be indoors or mostly indoors at least like um, uh, a bigger focus on indoor attractions the only bit that's outdoors is the roller coaster and then you go 
You you start inside and you get thrown outwards into pouring rain, wallop straight into your face. Yeah. yeah. You're knocked unconscious by the sheer force of rain hitting your face yeah. at 70 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, that sounds like a great time. Yeah. Uh, now, Warner Brothers obviously has a massive staple of IP. Like yeah. when you think of like film studios with a lot of IP that could translate well to kind of an entertainment uh, space. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, in terms of like IP they actually own, you could make a very good case that Warner Brothers actually has a more compelling staple or stable than Universal. Yeah. Um, yeah. More uh, family friendly uh, staple because you say. think of what Universal you think of the stuff that's at Universal Studios Florida let's let's stick it to that yeah and you, you think it well you've got Harry Potter it's not theirs you've got Men in Black that's not theirs either I mean the DreamWorks stuff wasn't theirs when it was first yeah. in there Simpsons, it obviously not has theirs. since become theirs The Simpsons is not theirs even more awkwardly now yeah. than before yeah. Yeah, if we in- include Islands yeah exactly Marvel's not theirs uh, Doctor Zeus is not theirs more Harry Potter that's not theirs the Nintendo stuff is all not theirs, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, you compare that to Warner Brothers and what they could just legitimately use as their own, and it's Harry Potter, it's DC, it's... Do they do the Planet of the Apes movies? They, do, they obviously do the Middle Earth. They've got the Middle Earth film rights. Um, I Am Legend. They've got... <laughs> yes. For your Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, why not? Why not? Come on. Uh, so the understanding is, based on this report is that the Harry Potter rights are, when it comes to Universal, uh, sorry, the Middle Earth rights when it comes to Universal, because we did that episode a few weeks ago about how Universal may well be quietly working on a Middle Earth experience for Islands of Adventure or somewhere similar. It seems like maybe those rights only apply to North America and therefore Warner Brothers could still use Middle Earth in other theme parks if this report is indeed accurate. They could perhaps utilise it in... Uh, these parks in Japan and in France. Uh, it'll employ a classic hub and spoke design. Cats and dogs. Ali, your magic kingdom. Are you still looking at Warner Brothers films? <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. Cats and dogs is a, is a fine family adventure. The Oceans uh, franchise. I believe Tobey Maguire is the dog in that oh, okay. film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, came out around that he was having a good time there. He, was, he had Spider-Man and he was also the dog in Cats and Dogs. Uh, they've obviously got um, all the Hanna-Barbera stuff. So they've got the Flintstones. They've got Tom and Jerry. They've got uh, Scooby-Doo. Um, oh, Hanna-Barbera is my favourite. How excited are you for the Scooby-Doo origin story film, Josh? Uh, buzzing other than how he got his name. I'm kind of... Not happy about how he got his name. Are you? Are you actually buzzing though? I kind of am. Oh boy. I kind of am. I don't know. I don't know. It just looks like good fun. I'm not saying it's going to be good. No. I mean, you know, I legit, I legitimately like the live action Scooby Doo movies. I know this one isn't live action. Yeah. My my bar is low. The first one was very good. My bar is low for Scooby Doo stuff. Yeah. Because ultimately, I love Scooby. Mm. He's he's just a very good dog. So I'll, I'll I'll watch I'll watch what they're putting out. When it comes to uh, Scooby-Doo. Uh, Troy. They and, put out Troy. And the gang. Troy, excellent stuff. <laughs> I'm just picking out films that are not necessary. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, The Ride. Yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Excellent stuff. Which is... Uh, no, they've got rid of that at Alton Towers now, I think. Right. Is Alton Towers where they're doing a load of David Walliams stuff? Yeah, the I David got, Walliams I got a press land. release about that the other day. Yeah. I was going to make a cheeky request for a... Uh, 
press visit, uh, but then not actually do any coverage for my place of work and just talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> Maybe be a bit cheeky, but hey. Uh, anyway, franchises being earmarked for these parks. Shall we go through them, Josh? Absolutely, Tom. First of all, we've got Sherlock Holmes. The Sherlock one and only. Yeah, not to be confused with Sherlock. No, not BBC Sherlock. Or Elementary. No. This is Guy Ritchie Sherlock. Robert Downey is Sherlock. Jude Law is Watson. And uh, the guy who's stopped Chernobyl from melting down is the bad guy. Is he Moriarty? Yeah. Who's the bad guy? Mark Strong was the bad guy in the first one. Yeah, he's just a politician, right? Mm. But he's like part of the... Uh, not the Mormons. What's the... Um, the weird people that cult people in I've got Masons uh, what do you make of that uh, it's quite cool quite a cool idea uh, I like I the know. I like the visual I like the visual aesthetic of the Sherlock Holmes movies yeah walking around a kind of uh, that kind of London environment in a theme park I think would be quite cool yeah those films are very stylish uh, a ride where you get into an open top horse and cart Sure. The, the ride system, you know, you're in the cart bit. You're, I don't know, like a chase scene, I don't know. All the meet and greets are in slow motion. <laughs> Getting an autograph takes 15 minutes. Robert Downey Jr. describing what happens. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Sign they, autograph. I don't know if... Shake hands sh- with the person. <laughs> I don't know if a third... Smile for the camera. A third movie is actually going to happen ever. I guess now... There are talks about it. There's apparently uh, script is in progress, but that's been in progress for... Uh, a year or two at least well now that he's free of the Marvel Cinematic Universe I mean I'm sure it'll crop up at points but by and large he's free well, he's of that part of now. the Doolittle franchise now, now so. yeah exactly now he's part of the Doolittle Cinematic Universe maybe they've timed this badly because <laughs> Doolittle seems like it's kind of a hit Josh yeah no, huge it's doing quite well at the, yeah. at the UK box office at least I don't know about the rest of the world Depends how high on drugs everyone else is, I guess. Anyway, we are high on drugs. We're very true. high on drugs. I mean, that's that's that would be a, at least somewhat a logical explanation for some of the decisions we've made as a country in recent times. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to name any particular incidents. I think we all know what the most significantly uh, bad decisions we made as a country recently. All I'm going to say uh, is that for me, it is the fact that. Peter Rabbit outgrows Paddington at the UK box office. That is a sham and a disgrace. Anyway, next on his list, Willy Wonka. And not the creepy Johnny Depp, Michael Jackson version, but the OG Gene Wilder uh, edition from, I think, 1971, if I'm not mistaken. That is apparently the uh, the version of the film that they will take inspiration from when oh, it comes cool. to the theme park. The good version. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And the slightly sort of creepy, twisted version, but in a different way to yeah. the Tim Burton one, which was just kind of like weird for the sake of being weird. Well, I always, Whereas the Gene Wilder one actually had quite a dark edge. I always considered edge. the uh, Tim Burton one to be accurate to the books. Right. Um, which was actually really quite dark, the books. Mm. So both that and uh, The Great Glass Elevator. Yeah. So I can't really remember the plot of The Great Glass Elevator. What happened in that one? Can you? Uh, they went to a space hotel. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
I like I like the idea of Roald Dahl sitting down in his office like, where do we go next after the chocolate factory? Space! Oh. <laughs> of course! <laughs> Why didn't I think of this before? It's the final frontier! Oh. Uh, well, you know, well. Roald Dahl was a spy, so... It's very true. He knows about space. Very true. Next up, Tom and Jerry. Yeah. What do you make of this one, Josh? Oh, I love Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry is at Warner Brothers Abu Dhabi theme park. I, I must admit, I don't quite know the name of that park. I think it is just something really built boring like Warner Brothers Abu Dhabi. I'd have thought so. I don't uh, know. Uh, yeah, so Warner Brothers World Abu Dhabi. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Well, there we are. Uh, yeah, that is there. It's kind of an indoor sort of dark ride, for lack of a better description. So Very this is the question. Family-friendly, traditional kind of what you'd expect from a kind of Disney dark ride, in a sense, just going through the plot of a Tom and Jerry skit. Here's a question. Uh, is it a modern-day Tom and Jerry? Uh, is there such a thing? I yes, they're still making Tom and Jerry. Are they? Yeah. All oh, right. Um, but they are still showing, or they were still showing at least, until I stopped watching cartoons, uh, which was like yesterday. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, if they showed the old ones, yeah, where uh, it had the um, racism, the racism, yeah. I'm just flat out yes, say it, Josh. Don't well. need to beat around the bush here. Uh, the racism. They put a thing before it saying, "Hey." We're bit racist this, this this is a bit racist but we're showing it in its entirety because that's history and we have to accept where we were mm. which I think is a really cool thing that, uh, they do it in uh, the Looney Tunes as well before right. Looney Tunes yeah um, they go hey jokes that we make that were made back then weren't appropriate then still not appropriate now but we're keeping them in here for the sake of history because we have to understand where we've been to know where we can go yeah, I'm glad we're learning all those lessons from history uh, yes <laughs> yes uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of Looney Tunes, that's also on the list here. Uh, as is Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. I'm very excited. I'm very excited by the prospect of a Wizard of Oz theme park land. I mean, it's obvious. Is I it mean, based on? You Wizard almost of Oz? feel like you could come up with a whole goddamn theme park about Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, Oz, or Wicked. Oh, I think you got to go the the classic Judy Garland. You, I mean, you do. Whether they will? Is, no, uh, they will. You reckon? That is the version that everybody knows and everybody. Loves. I know there's kind of a no James Franco though, is there? I mean, now that you well, no, but I guess now that it's more common knowledge, I guess, especially since the Judy Garland bi- biopic came out with Rene Zellweger biopic uh, last year. Um, Judy Garland was not treated at all well as a child actor, certainly not on the set of Wizard of Oz. So I do think that. You know, watching that film with an older pair of eyes, knowing what was going on behind the scenes, it does kind of taint it in a strange way. Yeah. Having said that, I do still think it is clearly an iconic, beloved film. And when taken purely as a film, it is still, you know, a masterpiece. Yeah, it's one of my mum's favourites. Would agree. So, yeah, I think if you're building a theme park land around Wizard of Oz, it's got to be the original. From the, uh, is it 1939? Something like that. Yeah, I don't know the exact date. No. It's the 30s, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's, it's old. <laughs> it's old. Uh, but as I say, you could almost build an entire theme park around Wizard of Oz because there are so many locations that you can call back on quite yeah. easily. You put the... Uh... The, you've got the Munchkin Village, you've got the, the Yellow Brick Village, Road, you've got the, the Dark Forest, you've got the Witch's Castle, or, you know, Witch's Lair, whatever you, you want to call you it. The, you've obviously got the Emerald City. Because you follow the Yellow Brick Road. Well, yes. From the Munchkin Village. So you put the Munchkin Village at the front, and you put the castle in the back, and then you follow the Yellow Brick Road. Mm. Man, I didn't, wanna, I didn't want this episode to get sad. 
I don't like to be sad, but uh, too late. the Wizard of Oz bit on the Great Movie Ride was so good. It was the best part of that ride. It, it probably was, yeah. Uh, certainly by the end, because uh, I felt like the uh, staff were phoning it in. And some of the animatronics were a bit ropey. Yes. Harrison Ford's, or Indiana Jones's hairpiece was questionable. Yeah. And the, Sigourney uh, Weaver's animatronic was, I'm pretty sure, melting. Yeah, the dancers were meant to spin. onwards. The dancers were meant to spin, but like didn't spin from like the second month that ride opened or something mm. at the beginning so that I st- yeah I still loved that ride though until it's dying day yeah it was great yeah uh, and I will always kind of miss it but hopefully Runaway Railway is a fitting replacement it's a runaway success oh lovely jubbly uh, next up DC Comics oh. it's a, an obvious one are we going DC Comics again DC I, comics, I, I feel we? like you are could go in we're going DC Comics, yeah. Okay. That's next on this list. I know it's next on this list, but is it DC Comics? Oh, I see what you mean. Or is it DC... Oh, I think you go the comic route. You do. You you take the inspiration from what they did at Islands of Adventure. I know that was it. You know that was a different time. Marvel movies weren't really a thing yeah. back then, so it was the comics or bust, really. Um, so yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, it was a different time. Clearly, Disney are skewing their Marvel stuff towards the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, but you can't do... But uh, no, I think that, yeah, um, they should do comics for DC. Yeah. If, if, even if only because they have not established really a, con- a consistent identity for DC in movies at all. I mean, it, no. I, you know, I think that some of their output more recently has been good. There's been some good DC films in the last two, three years. I liked... As I say, Birds of Prey, I liked Shazam, I liked Joker. Wonder Woman. I didn't hate, I liked Wonder Woman. I didn't even hate Aquaman. Like, it was dumb as hell and not good, but it was enjoyable, which is more than you can say of stuff that they were putting out from, like, 20, sort of 12-ish until whenever Justice League came out. I think that was 20, like, 16, 17. I feel like the last sort of two and a bit years, they've been putting some decent stuff out but it's all over the place in terms of tone and is it in the same universe is it not no one quite seems to know it will be the same with the Batman yeah. next year we don't know I mean they haven't I don't think outright said that it's not connected to anything but it's hard to know how it would be connected to anything that's come before have you, have you seen the uh, footage of Pattinson crashing his motorbike no yeah uh, I, I saw pictures of uh, a stuntman on the motorbike outside I guess uh, it, Glasgow Cemetery it, it might well have been the Glasgow stuntman. Cathedral slash Glasgow Royal Infirmary I think and the talk is that that is the stand-in for Arkham Asylum oh, and sense, looking though. at cool. it it's uh, it's certainly got the gothic look, look. and architecture yeah, yeah, yeah. style to make for a good Arkham that'd be cool so um, I guess it was yeah. a stuntman that crashed but must have been yeah he got a bit tail happy and then he uh, went down as it was oh dear Robin though absolutely fine oh well that's good to know yeah Uh, but yeah I mean they could do just about anything with DC really I mean a Batman dark ride a Superman roller coaster there's tons of potential underwater ride ah how long do you have to hold your breath for ever oh boy (laughs) Uh, might be a bit of a niche one there (laughs) people who can do that but hey ho talking niche talking niche exactly (laughs) when you say they're building a Warner Brothers theme park they know what the people want they know what the people want edge of tomorrow sorry sorry Sorry. I I keep getting it wrong what is it called 
lift I repeat. Lift I repeat. My apologies. Uh, now, I, just to be clear. So, sorry, the on the poster for this, it says, from the director of The Born Identity, which was well received, mm. uh, and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Well, <laughs> people hate that movie because one, you it wasn't very good. And two, it was the catalyst for Brad Pitt splitting up with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. So people don't like it for that reason also. Uh, it's tainted. Tainted. Uh, I like Edge of Tomorrow a lot. I think it's a really good film. Yeah, there's talks of a second one, right? And I'd be down for another one. I think, you know, I like, I enjoy a Tom Cruise action movie, mostly. I really like Emily Blunt. Mostly. It had a lot going for it, I think. But yeah. Um, no John Krasinski in it, though. The idea so. that it is uh, potentially a a major hub of this theme park is bizarre to me. That being said, I mean, this is maybe a slightly unfair comparison. I think the Bourne movies are a much bigger deal than Edge of Tomorrow, even though the Bourne movies are past their best. Yeah, well, but what a perfect time to build a Bourne ride. Well, exactly. So my point was, you know, Universal are going right ahead and doing a Bourne stunt show at Universal, but that is just a stunt show. That's not taking a huge... uh, bit of space and the thing is like you know if they wanted a sort of futuristic sci-fi kind of uh presence um why not just do the matrix yeah uh there's talk there's another matrix come back as well right so yeah they're doing kind of a i think it's like a reboot come sequel uh aren't neo and uh trinity are in it i believe i've never seen the matrix two and three uh okay so Trinity well they're both in the first one yeah but I don't know where the second and third movies ended like I don't know where, uh, the, where the series left off like who's alive what they're well, doing Neo uh, is like Anakin Skywalker okay the chosen one right um, did they underestimate his power though yeah so did he have the well because in the second one it was just bad CGI all around then the third was it one as bad as the Scorpion King in The Mummy Returns yes Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Because there's like, a f- he fights like a thousand Agent Smiths all at once. Okay. But it's clearly, they're all clearly CGI. <laughs> they're, they're really bad. <laughs> I'm, I, th- I think I need to see this now. But yeah, there were pictures of Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves going around on a motorbike the other day. They're filming it. Yeah. yeah. So he is back. Yeah, him and he Batman. He just looks like John Batman Wick. Crashed and- he just looks like John Wick. He's still rocking the John Wick look. That's just uh, his look now, right? That's I think just, so. He, I think he just plays himself. Because that's who he is in Cyberpunk in as movies. well. Yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah, he just refuses to adapt yeah. to any role. But is... If you is want he, me, you want me. Is Neo the guy in Cyberpunk? Oh, I don't know, Josh. Edgy. That's a tough question. That got delayed recently, didn't it? That's not coming out until quite late in the year now, unfortunately. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Or fortunately, because it means we have a chance to, you know, complete the stuff that we haven't completed yet. Mm. I don't one. think The Matrix is out this year. I think, I mean, if they're only filming it still, then it's probably a 2021 At the earliest. release. Yeah. Uh, and then finally on this list, as we suggested earlier, Lord of the Rings, because um, according to Theme Park University, it's their understanding that Universal only has the rights uh, to the franchise for North America, and therefore Warner Brothers could utilise it elsewhere. Yeah, uh, we were talking about uh, what Universal could do with Lord of the Rings a few weeks ago, and it seemed like they might be looking at something that isn't 
as ride heavy necessarily and is more about creating a very living mm. breathing feeling similar space similar to what uh, like Poire de Foire yeah or what Pajabo wants to do for Paramount Park oh you mean the London Resort yeah, oh yeah oh yeah uh, so, yeah, I don't feel like we should necessarily go over old ground with our kind of Lord of the Rings ideas and thoughts, but uh, there is a whole episode dedicated to that just a few weeks ago. I want a light-up blue sword. A light-up blue sword? Oh, like Sting, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. What about the thing Sam gets off of Galadriel? That uh, lights the, up also. The, the bottle of... The lighter fluid. <laughs> yeah. That's what you got. <laughs> um, yeah, when you when you lay it out like this, you, you, you realise just how much sort of enticing IP Warner Brothers actually just own. Yeah. And they could put together a very impressive theme park like, like just like that. Flags of our fathers and <laughs> I know, feet. right? We haven't even mentioned the Ant Bully or the Astronaut Farmer. 300? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or... How about the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford? I reckon you could build a whole uh, area of that. Beowulf, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's tons of potential here. That is for sure. <laughs> The Sisterhood of the Travelling Pants. Yep. Part two yeah. or part one. What are you talking about here? What What would you Both base them. the theme park land on? Uh, the whole franchise. Right. Watchmen. Makes that, sense. Uh, can you do that? Uh, I guess but then I that's also that. Paramount Park Pictures, so that could be in uh, London Resort. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> it could be a crossover park. Yeah. The Warner Brothers Paramount Park theme park universe. <laughs> You have to go to all of them to get the full story, oh, or you'll boy. just be confused all the time. Oh uh, boy! So, oh, yeah, you got the Clash, the Titans uh, franchise as well, right? Clash of the Titans and Wrath of the Titans, and oh gosh, yeah, they were bad. Don't remind me. So I'm, I'm just going back to the locations, I suppose. On the one hand, I find it, as you say, a little bit surprising that they are slapping them in the the same sort of areas as existing parks, but I guess that yeah. does make some sense to. a extent also because their thought might be well these are sort of established theme park destinations people might be traveling to these places to do theme parks that are already there and while they're there they may well do our one if we put it somewhere where there's less competition on paper that might make sense but then you're relying on them potentially going there just for you yeah uh with, you know i'm sure universal benefit a lot from disney world being down the road I don't, to be fair, know if it works vice versa. It, it, I think more so since Harry Potter opened, but I think in the yeah. earlier days, it was very much Universal would have been benefiting from yeah, definitely. Disney's presence. Uh, and to be fair, the Italian economy isn't very good. Uh, the Portuguese economy is not very good. Uh, the Spanish economy is hit and miss. Uh, the French economy is generally a lot more stable. Put it in Greece. Put <laughs> it in Greece. They've <laughs> got the most stable of all European yeah. economies. Can I just say bugger off? <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. If you yeah. want more detail, then I will direct you to themeparkuniversity.com if you want to read their full report. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us here this week, Josh. If you've got any comments, views on a potential Warner Brothers theme park, then get in touch. As we mentioned earlier, it's podcast at parkrush.com. You can tweet us at parkrush podcast. You can Instagram us at parkrush podcast. You can find us at parkrush.com or on your preferred podcasting app of choice josh do you have any final comments or remarks before uh, we get out of here the conjuring that's apparently a warner brothers film <laughs> uh, i'm not so interested in the conjuring i i will go to a curse of la la land though there's a new uh there's another la la film coming out there that's isn't. not part of that franchise it's what? a separate what? film based on the curse what? the actual curse what? but it's meant to be quite good 
What? You're telling me Warner Brothers don't own the own the rights to the curse? <laughs> Into Thank the God, Storm? That's God. a film that we watched. Well, we did see that, didn't we? Yeah. Do you remember that? We they had that VR, VR thing, thing in the lobby of the cinema. That was so weird. <laughs> Awful. That was a bizarre film. That felt yeah. like it got made in the 90s and they forgot to put it out and then someone found it in a cupboard yeah. on an old VHS. I'm like, should we put this out? It's a quiet month. <laughs> yeah, uh, go on then. We Are Your Friends with um, Zac Efron <sighs> right. and Emily Ratajkowski. Let's put a stop to this. Uh, I'm putting a stop to it. We'll be back next Creed. week. Creed. Thanks very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye.